Good evening, this is Mr. Denning with chapter 19 of Frankenstein's Dog. I gasped. He took another step toward me. I could see him clearly now. He was lanky like my uncle, and his face was serious and dark-eyed like my uncle's face. But he didn't wear the black square-framed glasses. I never saw Uncle Victor without them, and his dark hair was bushy and unbrushed, not like my uncle's thinning brown hair. He wore a white lab coat over dark pants. His shoes were heavy-looking with raised heels, not at all like Uncle Victor's worn black shoes. You, you're not my uncle, I blurted out. My voice sounded hollow in the long hallway. Yes, I'm Victor Frankenstein, he, he rasped. He took another step toward me. I let go of the doorknob and backed away, shaking, frightened. His face was pale. Something was wrong with it. It was too long, kind of twisted. You're, you're not, I insisted. You look like my uncle, but... He moved forward quickly and brought his face close to mine. Get out of here, he cried in a hoarse whisper. Get away from here while you still can. Huh? What, what, what do you mean, I choked out. Run! Get away as fast as you can. A choked gasp escaped my throat. Why are you saying that, I cried. His dark eyes flashed. His pale face appeared to ripple in the dim light, as if he was in a mirror as if he wasn't really standing there in front of me. He didn't answer my question. I heard rapid footsteps in the hall. Uncle Victor appeared suddenly, his eyes wide with alarm. His white lab coat flapped behind him as he burst into the room. He grabbed the other man by the shoulders and held him in place. How did he get out? He cried. I was in the lab. I didn't see him escape. Who, who is he? I stammered. I am Victor Frankenstein, the man said. Uncle Victor uttered an angry growl. He lifted the man's arm and reached inside his shirt sleeve. He found the power switch in the armpit and clicked it off. A robot. His eyes shut. His body stood stiffly in place, arms lowered at his sides. Uncle Victor held onto the shoulders as if expecting the robot to come to life again. One of my failures, he explained. He scrunched up his face. I don't know how he got out. I'm really sorry if he scared you, cat. Only a little, I said. He, he said that he was you. For a second, I was confused. I, he looks a little like me, Uncle Victor said. He turned the robot's face from side to side with one hand. But I think I'm better looking, don't you? We both laughed. But why did he say he was you, I asked. I gave him my name, Uncle Victor replied, as a joke. He brushed back the robot's hair, but he never worked properly. His brain isn't right. He says crazy things. Yes, he told me to run away, I said. He said I should run away as fast as I could. Uncle Victor chuckled. Well, maybe you should. That's not bad advice with these crazy escape robots walking the halls. He hoisted the robot off the floor and tossed it over his shoulder. I'm going to carry him to the failure room. He won't bother you again. He turned and started down the hall toward the stairs. The robot's arms dangled down his back, bouncing as Uncle Victor walked. Halfway there, Uncle Victor turned to face me. Be sure to keep your door closed, okay? No problem, I said. No problem at all. I realized I was shivering from the cold air slipping in through the old window or from my scare with the creepy robot. I finished addressing the letters to my parents. Then I climbed into bed and pulled the heavy covers and bedspread up my chin. After a while, I felt warm and cozy. I was just about to fall asleep when I heard another sound on the other side of the bedroom door scratching, clawing. Go away, I thought. Please go away. But the clawing continued. 
animal claws scratching at the wooden door. I lay there under the heavy covers wide awake, too frightened to move, too frightened to see who was clawing at my door. Next time, chapter 20. Have a good night.